0: The last thing we're discussing was if someone embarrassed a blind person, he is obligated to pay. And we said our Mishnah is not like Rabbi Uda. Rabbi Uda held that if someone embarrasses a blind person, the, the, the blind person doesn't have this concept of embarrassment and therefore you don't have to pay. He learns it in the stretch of a long Gezerash Shavah. He learns it Anecha, Anecha, from Aydim Zomemin. Idim Zomemin can't be blind. Same thing when it comes to embarrassment, can't be blind. He's also Poter Hayave Galuyot. If someone killed someone by mistake, the blind people does not have to go to the Ir Miklat. He also has blind people from Emitot Betin and from Malkuyot. And with that, we're going to start. Amudbet, last line in the middle of the line where it says Tanya Idach. We have another Rabbi Rebiudah Omer, and he said a blind person does not have the concept of embarrassment. He cannot get embarrassed. Rabbi Uda would exempt a blind person from all halachot when it comes to money in the Torah. What's Rabbi Uda's reason? Because the Pasuk says in regard to someone who killed someone by mistake, The Judges, between the person who killed someone by mistake and his family member who wants to kill, they figured out. Anyone who's part of the halachot of uh, killing someone by on purpose by mistake, then he's part of law, the money laws in general. Whoever's not part of the, the halachot of Hitting someone or taking a revenge, and mishpatim he's not part of money laws in general. And Rabbi Uda, he already said that a blind person is not part of a galut; he's not have mitot betin. Therefore, he exempts him from all money laws. And tanya idach. There's another bright tower review that goes one step further. Rabbi Omer. Somay en lo boshet, uh, uh, a blind person doesn't have embarrassment. would exempt him from all in the Torah. And Amar Shisha Bereid Idi might Amar What's his reason? Because Amal Kirat, because the pasuk says, "Vezotam mitzvot hukim vamishpatim." Anyone who's part of money laws, and we just explained before that a blind person is not part of these laws, then he's part of the other mitzvot and laws. V'chol whoever is not part of the money laws. In all, by mitzvot he's not part of the mitzvot and laws of the rest of the Torah. And here you have an interesting Tosafot who says blind people are only chayav in mitzvot midrabanan because otherwise, they, if we totally exempt them, people would think they're not Jewish or they would act not Jewish or they, they would be totally lost. People wouldn't look at them. Therefore, if we obligate them in mitzvot midrabanan, it sort of keeps them connected. Other Yishonim like the Rashba, hold, they're completely exempt and the only reason they're doing it is out of Hasidut, they're trying to do something better, but really technically they're not Hayav. Now how would this play out in regards to them making Birachot on Mitzvot or in regards to blind people leading Tefillah or reading the Torah or Megillah and things like that, very interesting sugiah to look into. And Amar of Yosef, originally I thought. Man de Amar Halachah Biuda de Amar Shomeh Patur mina Mitzvot. I originally said that if someone told me the Halachah Biuda, I would be exempt from Mitzvot. Karvinay Yom Tov leRabanan. I would do a Yom Tov for the Hachamim. My What's the reason? De lo Ma Pekadina Mitzvot, because I'm not committed and I'm still doing the Mitzvot. But once I heard what Rabbi Hanina said, greater is the one who is commanded and follows the mitzvot more than the one who is not commanded and, and does the mitzvot. Then whoever tells me that and they would tell me that a blind person is haiaban it's what Abina a Bad Rabana I would do a Yom To for Raban Maita Mot's reason. The Hima itli it because the fact that I'm commanded I have a greater reward. And what's Rabia Hanina's reason is tosfot in Masakh Kidushin Abu Dazara explain that when a person is commanded to do something, he makes sure to do it right. Also he has that uh, that hump to to go over, which is the yetzarah stopping him from doing mitzvot. If if, he's, if he doesn't have that mitzvah, there's no yetsara. The Ritvantos for also explain that a kadosh baruch hu doesn't need the mitzvot. Rather, they were given to us to better ourselves. It's as if when a kadosh baruch hu gave us a mitzvah, it's for, for us specifically. It's for that person specifically. So, for, uh, meaning Hashem wants us to better ourselves. But if we're not commended, then there's no, we don't have that whole concept next Mishnah there is a stringency when a person damages more than if an ox damages boshit. If a human being damages, he has to pay for damage pain medical expenses, unemployment embarrassment Um Shalim de. And if he, he hits a pregnant woman and uh, the baby, she has a miscarriage, he has to pay for the babies. But when it comes to an ox, he only has to pay for the damage. And if he hurts a pregnant woman, he does not have to pay for the babies. If someone hurts his father, and mother and doesn't do a bruise or a wound, if someone hurts his friend on Yom Kippur where there is no mitabetin, Hayav Bekulan, he has to pay all, for all the damages, all, all five uh, things. If someone hurts a, a Jewish slave, he has to pay all five things, except minhashebet, bizman, shehu shelo. He does not have to pay for unemployment when it's his own because you're just losing your own employment. If someone hurts a najewish slave that belongs to someone else, you have to pay all five things. And avadim The other says the ayvud doesn't have boshet; he doesn't get embarrassed. If, if incompetent person, a deaf mute, a child, hurt someone, it's very bad. Ha'choveel bahin hayav. If someone hurts them, he is obligated to pay. On the other hand, the reason it's bad is because if they hurt someone, they're patur, but if they get hurt, you have to pay. Same thing with a slave and a woman, If they, hurting them or them hurting is bad. why Anyone who hurts them is liable to pay. But if they hurt someone else, they're not liable, they're exempt from paying but they do have to pay afterwards meaning if the woman gets divorced if the slave goes out free then they have to pay Rashi explains originally they were Hayav just they didn't have any money doesn't, the money doesn't belong to them but once they go out free then oh now they have money and now they're, we're going to come back and then make them pay for what they did a long time ago if someone hurts his father and mother and bruises them, wounds them, and if, he hurts, and if a person hurts his friend on Shabbat, then he's patur from all, all five payments. Because at that point, he already did something that he's hayav mitav from Betin. From and we know the rule, we always go with the uh, worse punishment. And since he's high of then he does not have to pay. If someone hurts his own not Jewish slave, then he doesn't have to pay for anything because it's like his animal and he doesn't have to pay anything. He doesn't even have to pay for the healing. The Hidush is if someone else hurt him, they would pay him. But if he hurts him, he doesn't have to pay him. Now, the Gemara has a question. <laughs> Rabbi Al-Azhar has a question from Rav. <laughs> if someone hurt, a young girl, she belongs to someone else. <laughs> Who gets the, the wound money? <laughs> Do we say that since all benefits of her being under a Ne'ara, goes to the father, like, for like for example, her kiddushin money. The kiddushin money would go to her father. Then if that's the case, then it will say that the wound money will also go to her father, my Why? Because they have because he lessened her worth. Or maybe or maybe just the benefits of the meaning just the kesef of, of kidushin. That goes to the father. Because if the father wants to give it to some person full of boils, that he could give it to her. He can really give her to anyone he wants. But when it comes to wounds, if he wants to hurt his daughter, he's not allowed to hurt her. And maybe La'akanya, Le'Rachamana, maybe HaKadosh Baruch did not let him acquire all the benefits of her getting wounded. So do we say the money goes to her, or does the money go to her father? So Amar, told her, The Torah only allowed him to get the money of her Kiddushin, but not money if she got wounded and by the way there's a fascinating Ra'abad who, who explains me, what's Shevach urim anything that has to do with her Betulim marriage, or if there's a, a case of seduction or force, anything like that goes to the father. Otherwise, it goes to the girl herself. So, we have a problem. Our Mishnah said, If someone hurt an Ayved Ivri, he has to pay all five things. Except If it's his Ayved Ivri, he doesn't have to pay unemployment. So, you see, with an Ayved Ivri, the unemployment money goes to the to the master. And if that's the case, also by a daughter, since whatever she would work goes to him, then if she gets hurt, the money should go to him as well. So, Amar Abaye, Abaye explains that Rav agrees when it comes to unemployment, any money that she makes goes to her father, and therefore, it's totally different than a wound. So now, the question, we have a break that says, If a person hurts his adult son, okay, you got to pay him right away. If he hurts his younger son, then you have to do like, you know, like a segula, which is uh, something set aside like a bank account, uh, some sort of investment. Uh, you buy a property, something along those lines. And when he gets older, he'll be able to give it to him, And that will be the payment. However, if a person hurts his uh, child daughter, he doesn't have to pay because the Torah gave him all the benefit. But only that, other people who hurt her. The money goes to her father. So here you have it. The money of a wound goes to the father. So how are we going to explain that? So, like Ma explains, you're also talking about be'shevet, we're talking about unemployment. The money that's going to go to the father is unemployment money, but the rest of it goes to the girl herself. Next, we learned in the Breta, if it's an older son, a son over bar mitzvah, you have to pay him right away if you damaged him. And with the girl, you don't have to pay her for employment so or the, the, the gemara has a question we have a bright that says the opposite it says someone hurts someone else's children if they're adults pay them right away for the damage if they're children you set aside an account or something and they'll get that money later but if it's his children he's totally patur so the gemara explains it's not a contradiction Khan, when we said he's totally patur, that's Sulhano. When they're sitting on his table, they're eating from his food and he's taking care of everything. Okay, then the father does not have to pay for the unemployment. He has to pay, he has to pay for everything else. The damage, the medical expenses, the banishment, that he has to pay to four explains. But the, the unemployment he doesn't have to pay. They're sitting on his table eating from his food. So we don't want any hatred over here. Khan, when we say there's a difference between the the boy, the girl, that's K'Shay and Semukhin They're not on his table And therefore if you hurt the son You have to pay him right away Because the son works And doesn't give anything to the dead That has no right to what the son makes And he doesn't have to feed him either However with the daughter He doesn't have to pay Because whatever she makes Goes to her father So now the gemara has a question How do you understand the first Which we said there's a difference Between the boy and the girl you want to tell me that they're old and they're not relying on his table, meaning they're not eating his food? If that's the case, look at the second part of that. says, Someone hurts his young daughter, he's patur. Not only that, other people hurt her, they have to give the money to the father. And the Gemara asks, why? We really should give it to her because you need to feed her. Even according to the one who holds even according to one who says that a master is allowed to tell a slave, listen, you got to work. I'm not feeding you. That's with the not not Jewish. Because a person can tell his listen, I want you to work for me all day and night. Go work. Do whatever you have to do and eat but a Jewish slave you can't do that too yeah it has to be good you have to be on the same level uh, yeah, it has to be tovlo right it has to be good so if that's the case you, you gotta feed him you gotta you gotta let him drink he has to be with you at the same thing so you can't just tell him go figure out what to eat. So, Kosher can't be told, all the more so your daughter. If your daughter is bringing in money into the household, all the more so you can't uh, just not feed her. And all the more so if she can't work, you got to pay her, her unemployment. If the father's not going to feed her, then she's going to have to work, well, then he has to pay it. So, the Gemara explains, like Rabbi the son of Rav told us in Masachet the only reason you have to tell, uh, tell us that whatever a, a girl makes after her father passes away g- goes to her, that's only when she's not being fed or not being sustained from her father's assets. And when we said she gets to keep the money, we're talking about the, the money she makes more than what she eats. So whatever she eats, she get, uh, whatever she works, she pays for it, basically. Anything extra, she gets to keep. So Ha hanami, same thing over here when she's by her father and she's working the money's coming in okay so then she the father wouldn't have to pay that unemployment so let okay. coming tell us that any money that she makes more than what she's eating okay then the father would have to pay her for that unemployment so now so how are you explaining the second who said if someone hurts someone's children he has to pay for it but well, we said gedolim iten lahem yad if they're adults you pay them right away. Ketanim asalem segula if they children you do a segula. Amay why would you pay them? Laavihem b'aylam itvei really you should give it to the father because of, of hatred and all that. eva. So the Gemara explains. I'm not k'kapiid be midid de khasar be mididat ha me'alma over here, we're talking about a situation where the father is specific and he wants the money. That's only when something, that's something that he's going to lose. Meaning if the father is having to pay for it, then yeah, he's going to be upset about it. I'm going to pay you for your lost wages and you're going to eat for my food. Then yeah, the father will be upset. But something that's coming from somewhere else, some other random person hurt his kids. And that random person is paying his kids. He doesn't mind if the the child keeps it. The Gemara says, but In regards to a lost item, if a child finds a lost item, it goes to his father. Why? Because of uh, because of Eva. Meaning, you're eating from my food. Okay, if you find something on the street, it goes to me. But over here, the father's not losing anything, and yet uh, you see he specifically he wants to keep it. He's makbid. So the Gemara explains, Amreya. If there's a prophet that's coming from uh, from somewhere outside the house And there's no suffering, there's no damage to the child Okay, then the father wants it He's Makbid, he wants it But when it comes to damages, to wounds, bruises they eat. Look, the, the child is, is hurt um and it's coming from outside. It's not coming from the father, it's coming from somewhere else. Then he's not makpid, and you know what, even if they're unstable, he'll let them keep the money. Now that's the question. But veha tam in the first braita we're talking about damages, the they eat letzara, there is pain. And the money's coming from somewhere else in regards to the girl and the father said, "No, it's my money." We said, harim We said, if other people hurt this uh, this girl, they have to pay the father. Why? Because it's Makbid. and that's even if her body was hurt. So the Gemara explains. the first We're talking about a person who's very Makbid, Is is very specific. Look, his children are not eating from his table. And even if something that's coming from outside and in her, her body, he still wants that. We're talking about someone who's not so makbid. And look, they're on his table and when he's makpid, it's only that's only something that he's losing out meaning if he hurt the child, he's not going to pay but if it's something that comes from outside then he's not makpid. he'll let his children have the money so the way Tosfot summarizes the sugya is as follows if the children are by his table they're eating from him there is this takana of eva and therefore he wouldn't have to pay for the unemployment because of Eva. But if other people hurt them, if he you know it doesn't make a difference to him, he's not so makpid, they can keep the money. Unless he's part of it, like his daughter, you know, if he they lessened her worth, then okay, then he'll take the, the money. Now if they're not on his table, then you don't have this whole Eva business, then the son gets everything, and the girl, if well she's if she's eating at home, then whatever she eats, then he doesn't have to pay. But anything she would make more, then he would have to pay that. Now, Lahalakhade mm-hmm. the halacha, are ishonim is like tarifu argue and those forth, Very good, I look into the into the So now the gemara has a question. My segula. We said the word segula before, like an account or something. What is it? So Rav Hazda Amar, sefer Torah. You make them a sefer Torah so they can learn Torah with it later. Rababa Rav, Huna, Amar, dikelad achil mineh tamre. A palm tree, so this way they could eat dates from it later. Now, let's go back to what Rav responded to Rabbi Lazar, that the father doesn't get from damages that happened to his daughter. The father only gets from the Torah, the money she would get, let's say, from the Kiddushin. But damages goes to her. Rabbi Hanan Amar, Afilu Petsi'a. Rabbi Hanan holds that even if she was damaged, that goes to the father. What do you mean damages should go to the father? Afilu Rebiyo Hazar, even Rabbi Hazar who asked the question, if uh, the father gets the money of wounds or not. That's only wounds because he lowered her worth and now the father can't sell her for as much. By damages that she wasn't lessened from her worth. The wasn't a uh, question to And of course the father should not get uh, any of this. And we're understanding Petzia would be, let's say, a scratch on her stomach or something that won't, uh, won't damage or lessen her worth. But still, let's say it hurts her, it pains her. Or, for example, she can't work. So, Amari Bi Barhanina, no, what are we talking about? She Pats'a Bifaneha Mikaspa. No, we are talking about a situation where someone wounded her on her face and they did lower her worth. And again, the sugi here gets interesting with the Rishonim. For example, you have Darif who says that the father gets the money of the damage, but the pain, the embarrassment that goes to her. And very good, I look at the Rishonim over here, but we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Olam. Amen amen